You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 182. Welcome to the Yoga Boss Podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Yoga Boss. I am Jackie Murphy. This is episode 181, and I am interviewing one of my clients, Stacey Stuffelbeam, on her incredible, strategic, and diligent hard work that she did launching her very first retreat. I know that this podcast is going to be very influential for those of you who are either hosting retreats or want to host retreats, but even if that's not you, the strategy that Stacy talks through, what she used, what she did to sell her retreat so well, is something that you could implement with whatever your offer is. So whether that be you selling memberships or teacher training or retreats or whatever it may be, you can use the lessons and the learnings that Stacey offers in this podcast. So we will dive right into the client interview. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you are ready to take a training. Maybe you know that you want to grow your business. I want to invite you to enroll in the Profitable Yoga Business free course. You can head to the link in the bio or just go to my website. It's JackieGMurphy.com and you'll see the link to join the Profitable Yoga Business free course. There is 10 days of trainings delivered to your email in a way that you should be able to learn each day and implement in your business. And I just want to make that available to all of you who are listening that you can go get that resource and use it. But without further ado, my friends, enjoy this podcast interview. All right, my friends, welcome back to Yoga Boss. I have a client interview today, which I haven't done in months on the podcast. So I know that you guys are going to love this episode. I have my client Stacy here. So Stacy, welcome back. This is your second time on the Yoga Boss podcast. But for those of you who maybe don't know Stacy or haven't listened to that first episode, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. Um, my name is Stacy Stuffelbeam. I am the CEO of Stacy Stuffelbeam Yoga, an online yoga membership. And it's a membership that focuses on helping high achievers dream bigger dreams. And the reason that I'm really on here today is because I have created a retreat. So I'm having my first retreat and it is based on that exact theme. The name mm. of it is Dream Bigger Yoga Retreat, and mm-hmm. it's going to be down in the Caribbean. And I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And I think in the first time we had you on, which I'll link in the show notes that episode, but you talked about your 
career with yoga and kind of your story with yoga. And so for those of you who are interested, you could go listen to that podcast. We're going to start this episode just at this retreat success that you've had. And actually, I wanted to start it... I think we did this in December or January. It must have been January because I had a baby. We did the goal setting <laughs> workshop, right? Yeah. Um, so in that business goal setting workshop, I remember I asked all of you to set your goal for the year. And you did. And for every person who sets a goal, we kind of talked through it. We had the space to say, like, why are you setting that goal? Like, what are you thinking? What's on your plate this year? And for you specifically, I remember being like, double it. <laughs> yeah, you you tell me to double things often. Um, <laughs> you have told me to double the price of my membership, which I did, but you have told me it is still super cheap and I agree. And you tell me I should double or triple it. And so sometimes I use that as marketing as like, yeah. hey, my business coach says I need to triple my price, but right now you can get it for super cheap. Come on in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hurry while the doors are still open. Um, but yes, we said that. And that was before I really knew that I was going to have a retreat. Yeah. I have wanted to have a retreat for like six or seven years. Like just quick backstory. In 2017, I lived on a sailboat with my family. And so I have been teaching yoga since 2007. And that was the first year that I wasn't able to teach. Mm. And so my brain was, I could have retreats and then people could just, we could just meet wherever it is in the world. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have that confidence. And I mm -hmm. obviously didn't do it because now here we are in 2023 and my first retreat will be next mm -hmm. February. But in that workshop in in January, you asked me to set my revenue goal. And I set my revenue goal at $60,000. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure that I could possibly meet it. And we did some coaching and you're like, I think it should at least be a hundred. And I was <laughs> like, that seems impossible. <laughs> so yeah. longest story short, I met my original goal a couple of weeks ago. Already. So in July you were right. <laughs> of the year. So in $60,000, for those of y'all listening, like that's not a bad goal to set. It's not a wrong goal to set. It's more, I've been working with you. So I know your business and I know like kind of what could be possible. So I wouldn't tell everyone to just like shoot for a hundred K right, right off the bat. Like, no, there was more nuance to it. It's incredible that you've already hit that 60 K goal. But you've just said something that's really going to be helpful for people, which is that you set the goal without knowing the how. Like you set the goal. We did this whole workshop and you didn't even have the retreat planned yet. And I think for a lot of people, we try and like logic our way into a goal. We think, okay, well, if I set this logical goal based on what I could sell with this one thing that I have right now, you you're forgetting all of the possibility that could happen in the next few months. You're forgetting the possibility that you could schedule your first retreat and sell it really well. And I think that's it's a really hard space to be in of like, here's my huge goal. I have no idea how I'm going to get there, but I'm mm -hmm. just getting to work, getting started, which is kind of what you did this year. It is definitely what I did this year. And to go back to what you just said is we've been working together for a year and a half 
And a year and a half ago, you weren't telling me, oh, set your goal at 100. You know, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, it was like, maybe my goal should be 30, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which felt unattainable at the time. So yeah. it's it's a, a progression over time of you've encouraged me to keep pushing my boundaries, getting out of my comfort zone. And it is yeah. that whole idea that if it feels comfortable, if it feels attainable, it's too easy. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I already have done it. You know, I've already moved yeah. past that goal, even if I haven't actually, but in my brain I have. So yeah, it's like the, every time you set a goal, it should feel unattainable. The unattainable feeling goes with you. The goal just changes. The number and six, changes. And 60 felt unattainable. A hundred yeah. felt like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. Stop being silly, Jackie. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. that might happen if I put we'll a couple years see. together. <laughs> we'll just see. Who knows? Um, okay. So walk us through. That was like the beginning of the year. Walk us through. I remember coaching you a little bit on like deciding about the retreat location and and all the aspects of it. But how did you go from no retreat planned to I've wanted to do this for years and now this is the time? Like what was the switch? I should also preface that with that other time I was on the podcast, we even talked about me having a retreat one yeah. time. Yeah. And and like if I had it, I already had the theme, I already knew everything I would do, but it wasn't yeah. uh, it wasn't achievable. It wasn't something I believed I could do. And then mm-hmm. in the group, we've coached on it a lot. Like I remember a year ago, one of the things you asked me is if it wasn't easy to sell would you still do it? Mm. And my answer was yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because this is something I've always wanted to do. And so I think that made it easier, Mm -hmm. you know? So like I had that mindset of everybody is going to want to come. I mean, seriously, who wouldn't want to come? It's, it's not only do you get phenomenal yoga, we're going to work on mindset. We're going to work on thinking about what your big dream is and really believing it's possible. Mm-hmm. And then those little steps that get you there a lot, like we do with mm-hmm. you do with my business. That's what it's going to be about You're just doing it in the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm just doing it in the Caribbean. And who, I mean, I live in the Midwest who in the Midwest doesn't want to go to the Caribbean in yeah. February. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst month. <laughs> yeah. I love that question though. And I, I always love to hear what I say because I'm like, I said that I asked that question, <laughs> but the question was, if it wasn't easy to sell, would you want to do it? But that question is a good, I don't know if this word is the correct usage, but good barometer for how committed you are to your business. So I would ask everyone listening to the podcast to ask yourself, like if, if building your business wasn't going to be easy because it's not, do it's you not. still want to do it? And if the answer is yes, then proceed. And if the answer is no, that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just honesty. It's just the truth of what's happening. That's such a good question. Way to go, Jackie. Way to go, past Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so you had it in your mind. You knew the concept. What made you say this is year? I'm gonna I'm gonna look for a place. I'm gonna book it. What made me say it was the year? Um, I think I was just finally ready to take a risk. Mm. Like I, 
I've been dreaming of this for years and years and years. And in the past year, in the past 12 months, I have went on two retreats myself. Mm. And when I go on retreat, I don't teach in my membership, which if I just go on vacation, I still teach, I still film, I, I, I work on my business. When I go on a retreat, I just go on retreat. And so I wasn't there to teach my live classes. All my members knew where I was. They knew what I was doing. And I talked about it before I would go. I would talk about it after I got back. But every single time, multiple people would always ask, like somebody in each class, as soon as I would get back, would say, well, when are we having ours? When are we going on ours? <laughs> what are we so doing? What are we doing? They were, they were literally begging me <laughs> to create this. And still there was that part in the back of my mind that was saying, oh, I don't know if people will come. Yeah. And then one day I was just like, uh, I would go. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would go and yeah. I would pay this much money yeah. and it will be worth it. And I think the other thing that has made this launch so successful and one of the things that will make this retreat so successful is that I am having it in Bonaire. I am hosting it in Bonaire. And that is an island that very few people in America even know exists. Mm -hmm. But all of my members know about it because I go there so often and almost all the on-demand classes are filmed there. Mm -hmm. So they've seen it. They see all my pictures. Anyone that follows me on Instagram, almost everything is, you know, photographed. I even had a professional photo shoot in Bonaire. Like that's how much I love this place. You know, one day, yeah, we want to yeah. live there. So yeah. It, it is special to me and it is special to my members. And it's not a place like Aruba or Mexico where mm -hmm. there are beautiful beaches. And, you know, it's, if you like to scuba or you like to snorkel, you would like it, mm -hmm. but it's so much is protected. We're not even staying on a beach, but people are still clamoring to come. So yeah, yeah. I, th okay. I think that's part of it. I think it's that. People were yeah. literally asking me, when are yeah. we doing this? Yeah. And There's so then so I finally here. was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> we're going to come back to Bonaire because that I remember that coaching conversation where like you decided it was there. But before we go there, you've said a couple things that I want to highlight just as nuggets of wisdom for people. One, that you were ready to take a risk because that is business. Like you do have to take a risk. So I love that you were like, and now I feel ready to do that. And you couldn't have felt ready to take this risk any point before. It was everything had to happen for you to be ready to go right now. So it might be someone listening, like your time to take a risk. The other thing that I want to highlight or talk about is like the idea that your students were begging you to do it. I know someone listening is like, well, I don't have any people begging me to do it. <laughs> you know, like they're like, well, I don't have that audience built yet. So how did you? Because it's not by accident that these people were begging you to do this retreat. You just kind of gave us a little like you teased the whole idea of yoga retreats by authentically going on them yourself. But how else did you make it so people were asking you to do this? I think, well, I have been teaching for 16 years. And so I have built my audience. My audience is there, but my audience was used to me, you know. 10 years ago, teaching $5 classes at the Y, you know, mm -hmm. not 
retreats in the Caribbean, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had a big audience, but I think that the way that I did it is just that I was so authentic about it. Mm -hmm. I love going on retreats. I was afraid to go on retreats for the longest time. Like I, I had never really been on a just quote unquote yoga retreat until one of the ones I went on in the last year. Before that, it was like, a long weekend or, you know, like a festival or something. And so I think that that is how I I did it. And I, I know that I have been seeding it for years, Mm -hmm. years and years. Like, not that I'm walking around saying, I think I should have a retreat, but just, I think by who I am as a person, like I love to travel and I love yoga, which is not unique to me. Mm-hmm. Lots of people love yoga and love to travel, but I think I just must have talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I love that it was authentic. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people miss is that you have to be a product of your product. And that doesn't just mean like you do yoga, but like you have to go on a yoga retreat to understand how to talk about or sell a yoga retreat. If I have a lot of people who do privates. You offer privates too. Like you have to have the experience of taking private yoga to even talk about it at all. And it's like, once you are a product of your product and you're like, well, this worked for me, this is what I love. When you communicate that people can trust you and they can feel that. And they trust that like you are being honest and authentic. And I think that is part of your success of like, this retreat is very you, like every aspect of it, which is beautiful. Every aspect, even the one big excursion where, I mean, there are multiple excursions, but the one big excursion, it says Stacy all over it. It is. Tell us about it. I'm curious. (laughs) You should come. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Um, I lived on a catamaran. And so on the last day for like five hours, we're going out on a catamaran we're going to snorkel in the national parks. It's the same brand of catamaran I lived on. It's just bigger. So all 20 Mm -hmm. of us can fit. Um, we're going to have a four course private meal. We're going to watch sunset from the catamaran. Like literally all the the best things I loved about my life living on the boat. I get to take all of my friends and and some people I don't even know yet, but my soon to be friends out to experience that. Yeah. And so and that cool. is like I guess number three of the things in the retreat that is completely authentically me. You know, yeah. it's got the Caribbean, it's got yoga, and now it has a catamaran. So it's yeah. so good. Okay, so let's talk about Bonaire because I remember you came to the coaching call and you were like, "It can't be there." Yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna go. It's there. Yeah. I'm like, Wait a second. Let's think about this. So where where were you considering Mexico, Tulum, like more of the retreat places or? I didn't want to have Mexico, which is weird because I have lived in Mexico. Like when Mm -hmm. I finished grad school, I went and lived in Mexico. I love Mexico. But one of the retreats I went on was in Mexico. Mm -hmm. There was a surge of violence right before I went to the point where I was like, what am I doing? Why am I going here? And so I knew Mexico was out. Mm -hmm. I was considering a place in Costa Rica. I was looking at the U.S. Virgin Islands, so then people might not need a passport or would not need a passport if they're coming from the U.S. Um, and I was really just looking all around the Caribbean. 
Mm-hmm. But Bonaire is my favorite. Yeah. But Bonaire and your was like, no one knows about it. No one's going to want to go there. Or I remember like it not being oceanfront was a big deal. My, my thoughts were it's not on the ocean. Yeah. So I want it to be on the ocean. My other thought is it's hard to get there from the United States. Three airlines fly there, but not every day. Mm-hmm. So I had to, if I was going to pick Bonaire, I had to decide everybody was flying on Delta. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to decide what airlines people were flying. I typically don't even fly that airline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I had to pick things like that that I thought were were trickier. It made it trickier. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to be at the beach. Yeah. But then, you know, in one of our calls you pointed out that it doesn't have to be at the beach to be amazing mm-hmm. and coached me through like when, when you could see the ocean from when you were doing yoga, what were you, how did that make you feel? I was like, well, it made me feel like I wasn't paying attention to yoga. <sighs> I was looking out the window, watching to see whales jumping, you know, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was distracted more. And, <laughs> and that like really hit home for me of like, yeah. oh, you can be on an island. And then you can go to the beach, but you don't have to do yoga at the beach. Yeah. And like the, the feeling that you want to give your people on the retreat is more important than all of the details, what airline they flew, what view they have from their bedroom window. Like, I think we think those are the things that are going to be make or break for people, but it's really when you're thinking about delivering it's what am I what kind of experience are you delivering and it sounds like it's gonna be a great one okay so last month we can come back to this I taught at a at the very first yoga and Bonaire festival yoga festival last month and so when I was there I went and toured the venue Mm-hmm. because I had seen the venue, but I had never been inside the venue and it's yeah. been remodeled. It is in the, you know, like Kanuku, it's like in the country, mm-hmm. you know, surrounded by desert. But I went in there and the feeling I felt when I walked up to the door was this feeling of serenity. Oh. And then when I walked through the building and then like all the rooms kind of face this interior like courtyard. That's amazing. And all the buildings face kind of towards the pool. Like when I walked in there, I was like, oh, this is it. Like oh, there is n- no place that I have ever been yeah. in all my travels that I walked up to and felt at peace, felt at yeah. home. Yeah. And that's the that's the energy. That's the vibe I want to have on this retreat because Mm -hmm. to dream big dreams and go after them is super scary. Mm -hmm. So I want them to be insulated. I want them to feel safe. I don't want their awareness going out to like, is that a flamingo over there? I want them to be able to just be present and feel all the the feelings this place has. And, And I've rented out the entire resort. Like it's a boutique resort. I've rented it all out. No one else will be there. Mm-hmm. We have a private chef. I've eaten his food. I'm going to taste some more mm. next week. Like mm. hard life. It's, <laughs> I have to do it for my job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just every doubt I had instantly disappeared oh, when I, I walked it. into that space. I love it. I think it's a really beautiful analogy for 
your people too. Like they're coming on this treat to dream big and like essentially take a risk. And when you do that in life, you go out, like y'all will go out on your catamaran and then you have to come home and create safety. And like that is any risk that you're taking. You have to push yourself and then come home and be safe and push yourself and then come home. So it's like, it's truly perfect. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) It's so cool. Okay. So talk us through because I was really impressed with how strategic you were with launching, officially like opening and selling the retreat and you had massive success doing it. So talk us through like, what did you do? What was it like saying, okay, this is officially open. Here's what's going to happen. So before I officially opened, I feel like I... The work obviously started before I officially opened. Like Mm -hmm. I spent a full month or two just head down, figuring this out, the details, all of those things. And during that time, I would kind of say like, oh yeah, I'm planning a retreat, but like Mm -hmm. not much. Mm -hmm. But then once the details started to get closer, I started talking about it more. And like, I even put a poll out on Instagram of where do you think we're going? Yeah. I put that poll out before I knew where we were going. Like, <laughs> like, like I was tell like, me, where are we going? <laughs> tell me. And like, also it like helped me know, like, am I in the right part of the world? Yeah. Is this yeah, where yeah. my people want to go? Yeah. And I'm not joking. People were already guessing Bonaire. Oh. And I was like, oh, interesting. I'm like, I even like wrote one woman back. I was like, wouldn't that be great? But that is not where we're going. <laughs> And she was the very first person to sign up when it was in Bonaire. That's so funny. (laughs) But I I started there. Like I started with, where do you think we're going? Like just kind of building the energy. And then after that, as soon as I knew where we were going, I didn't even say what island. I just said the Caribbean and it's going to be in February. Mm -hmm. And then once I had the venue booked, then I put out the dates. Save the date. Save the date, Mm -hmm. February 1st through 6th. You're going to love it. And then it was like another week before I then said, it's going to be in Bonaire mm-hmm. and shared, you know, pictures of Bonaire and told people and like my members already know of Bonaire. Yeah. They might not be able to find it on a map, but they know that I go there. Mm-hmm. They see it on a there. A couple of times a year. Screen, yeah. Right. So they see it on their screen in the videos. They see it on my Instagram, like they've at least heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And then for the launch, I decided that I wanted to launch it to members first mm-hmm. because I knew I first. Yeah. Did, were you building a wait list when you were dropping these little hints of what's happening or were you just dropping the hints and letting people... I was dropping the hints and then it was like a week before and I was like, oh, I didn't create a wait list. Mm. So then I said, if you want on the wait list, let me know. And not very many people signed up for the wait list. But when I launched to my members, I gave them a week. But then the last two days of the week, I sent it to those people on the wait list. And then the next week I launched it to the general public. Okay. So you you opened it in phases. When you because I interrupted you. When you launched it to your members, what did that look like? That was like first access. First access. Yes. And and I 
I knew, and I still know that this retreat will sell out. And I told them that. I told them that from the very beginning. I said, this is going to sell out. There are only 11 rooms. We're going to sell out. And so people were very excited. They knew that there was a limited space, but it's still six months away, you know? So the urgency wasn't there of like, oh, I'm going to miss it. But I launched it to them as an email. Mm-hmm. And I had been telling them, watch your inbox next week. You're going to get access next week's coming on Friday. I think it was a Friday. might've been a Monday. I think it was <laughs> How a can Friday. I not remember? I think it was a Friday. I think it was a Friday. It, it was on a Friday. I launched it on a Friday and I had been telling them, watch your inbox, watch your inbox. Mm-hmm. And that email that went out had the highest open rate of any email that I had ever sent. They and granted, ready. it was only, it, yeah, they were ready and they knew it was coming. So they were, yeah. even the people that might not have any interest in going or they can't get away from work that time of year, mm-hmm. I think they were still even intrigued. Like, I want to see more about this. Yeah. I just want to like pretend that I can go. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to dream bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so I launched it like that. And like two days before, people were even asking me, but what time is that email going to come? What time should I be checking my inbox? And I was like, oh, um, 6 a.m. Central time. <laughs> and they were like, okay. I'll be and there. That, that morning, literally, I am not a morning person. Oh. I woke up and four people had already booked when I woke up an hour later. How so, did that feel? <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it was very validating. Yeah. Yeah. Waking up to four. Okay. So I have a question based off of your confidence to tell your people it's going to sell out. Because I know there's people listening, like, I wish I had that confidence. Like, I don't believe my thing would sell out. So how do you have that confidence? I can tell those people, if you're listening and you feel that way, I feel that way with a lot of things in my life too. I feel that way with my membership. It's mm-hmm. I can sell this retreat so much easier than I can sell my membership, even though I think both are super valuable. Mm-hmm. There is something about this retreat mm-hmm. that I am so excited about. And I yeah. know that it's, 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 inc- it's going to be incredible. Like yeah. when people ask me about it, I always say, oh, it's going to be amazing. And then I realize, like, I say that exact sentence every time someone asks me about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely believe it's going to be amazing. And therefore, yeah. because I know it's going to be amazing. Like I know the yoga that I teach is going to be great. I know the meditations that I already have planned are really good and they're completely focused on the theme. Mm. And I know that the excursions and the fun things that we're going to do off the mat are also going to be amazing. And I've built in downtime and I've told everybody, you can take a hall pass on anything. If you want to sit out, you can sit out. I know the food is going to be amazing. I know I'm going to feed them more food than they will ever need because... We're having breakfast, we're having a morning snack, we're having lunch, we're having an afternoon snack, and we're having dinner with dessert. Like that's my I'm toddler's like... eating schedule. It's all day long. <laughs> all day. Non-stop eating. Yeah. So no one's gonna be hungry and the food is phenomenal. So I think it's just that I I believe in it so much 
Yeah. But I can't imagine everybody wouldn't want to come. Yeah. You just really believe in your product. I I believe in this product more than I've ever believed in anything in my life, I think. Yeah. I mean, besides like my marriage and my yeah. parenting, you know, like, well, sometimes yeah, parenting, right. you feel like you're <laughs> failing. You know? <laughs> but but this it's 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 phenomenal. It's yeah. gonna be amazing. Um I think you also f- can feel that because you know it. Like I don't know if you'd have that same confidence if you would done Costa Rica. Yeah. Like maybe, I don't, I don't know. Costa Rica would be amazing too, but it's like you believe in yourself in this location, delivering what you're going going to deliver. It's like this perfect alignment. This is the aligned business foundation that you want to feel. And it's something that like, I want to say is like partly mindset, but also just look at all of the actions that you took to make it aligned. So it's like, yeah, you can mindset your way into believing in your in your membership the same way. Or we can take action so that it feels like this, like the same way that you feel about your retreat. And I think for people listening, it's like if you don't have that excitement, you're not walking around saying it's going to be amazing to people, like what either in your mindset needs to change or what literally in your offer needs to change. And both can be up for grabs. I I agree because I believe in my membership. I love my membership. I also think it's amazing. But when people ask me like, hey, what have you been doing lately? It's so ongoing Mm -hmm. that it's not the first thing that I talk about. But I mean, I talked about this in coaching this week. Like I was at the doctor getting a procedure and my doctor asked me what was going on. And I told her all about the retreat Mm -hmm. to the point where she's like, I need your card. I'm going to look at it. I think I want to come. And I think I want to bring my husband. Can men come? And I was like, well, none have signed up, but they are welcome. You know, (laughs) they're allowed. Like I'm in the most awkward, vulnerable position. And I am so excited about this that I am talking about it even then. Yeah. Which is a huge win. Like that's a huge, it's just authentically like coming from you. That is when business works. Okay. So and let's go back. And to, I do want to say one thing about that. I yeah. wasn't trying to sell her on yeah. that. I yeah. was just telling her about it. Yeah. And me being that authentic about it made her want to look into yeah. it. And that really is what selling is. Like I, you yeah. rebrand the whole module in Yoga Boss. <laughs> And call it, tell people about your offer. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. But it didn't feel like how selling felt when I first came into your program. Yeah. Like it was scary and felt weird. And Mm -hmm. now it's just like, yeah, you should check it out because it's great. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of that is the work that you've done of... Re- rewiring like what it means to sell it's all about my mindset my mindset is different now than it was yeah yeah it is because Wait. i also i also know if i don't tell people about it they don't know right and that and that's all that anybody. selling is is if i don't tell people no one can i can't help anybody yeah and i want to help everybody mm-hmm. and you only have 11 spots so, well, not even 11. So talk us through, you opened to members. You had four people sign up that morning. I think by the end of the day, or maybe the next day, you were, where were you then? 
Um, before I launched to the public, I had already sold. I sold nine spots in the first day. I sold nine spots in the first day. And then I sold like one or two throughout the rest of that week. And then it launched to the public. And now I have sold 15 spots, 15 amazing women are coming with me on this retreat. That's amazing. There, there are two rooms left. So two to four more people could come. Depends if they want private rooms or not. Like yeah. I think three people have picked private rooms and everybody yeah. else is sharing. Some people, most people who are sharing are sharing with someone that they know. I was going to ask that because like I know people go on retreats and just bunk up with a... Yeah. With anyone. The last Me, retreat I went like, on... Do what? <laughs> No, me too. I always get my own room. I'm like, yeah. how much more does it cost? Because I know that I'm not going to love this mm-hmm. if I don't have time to just be quiet and be by myself. Yeah. yeah. And so three other people on this retreat have decided that same thing. Yeah. And then um, all the other rooms except one. So, so far only two people have signed up without roommates that want to share a room with someone. So, so far they're put together and I know both of them and they would work well together, Mm -hmm. but you know, like on all the other retreats I've been on almost everybody, they were all strangers and they're all like cool with sharing rooms. And I'm like, Mm, I knew my own room. Like, I don't, I would love to go with a friend, but I yeah. think I would still want her to have her yeah. own room too. <laughs> like I need my time at the end of the day. Yeah. No one talked to me. Um, okay. So you launched it in your membership via email. When you opened it to the public, was that email? Was that Instagram? How did you do it there? I, I did it also to my email list okay. and I did it to Instagram. Where did Instagram those... is yeah. not a okay. great selling spot for me. Yeah. Like I think I have only gotten one member ever just from Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, so how are you I launched it. on your email list? Well, I need some coaching on that maybe next week because my email list has been stagnant for the last couple of months. A lot of people haven't. Yeah. been pouring in, but, yeah. um, I bring people in my, my, actually, I think Instagram does help me with my email list because yeah. when I post things, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, Hey, follow this link and you can get a free class. Mm-hmm. And so then I send them one of my favorite on-demand classes and then they're on the email list or, you know, once a... directly from Instagram, which is, I would argue probably better because you want to take the person from Instagram to your email list so that you have their email. So that if Instagram yeah. crashes or like whatever yeah. happens, your account gets shut down, you have that connection still. I love the fact that you were like, well, my email list isn't growing. People aren't pouring in. And it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter that there's 300 people on my email list. Like, Because why? This retreat is almost sold out. You made? <laughs> <laughs> well... In May, I revenue brought in $45,000. It's so awesome. And that is more, that is almost twice as much as what I made last year. Yeah. In one month. In one month. In one month, I did that. And how did that feel? Because that can almost freak out your nervous system. 
if it's not, it, it may have freaked out my nervous system because I think I slightly shut down a little bit because mm. it just didn't feel real. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, I got another email. Oh, I got another email. Oh, this person wants to pay in full. And like, yeah. honestly, everybody paid in full, but three people. So mm. of those 15 people, almost everybody just paid everything within the first week. They, mm. I have them pay a deposit so that I can make sure that that room is still there that they want. Yeah. And then I send an email that says, here are the ways you can pay. And everybody's like, just take my money now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I am 100% in. I don't need to slow this train down or however yeah. they want to think about and it. And letting the people decide that is so key. I think some people have this mindset of like, I'm not even going to offer the full payment because I'm going to offer the payment plan because I know that's better for everyone. And it's like, you actually don't have to decide that. Like you just get to be like, here. Yeah. What do you want to do? So 45K is someone's like yearly salary. Right? More than mine was last year. Right? Like that is a significant amount of money to bring it in one month. And when it happens, it's very typical for the next month to be like a big drop off simply because your nervous system hasn't calibrated to that amount of money coming in. But the other, the flip side of that is like once it happens, you can't go back because now you know it's possible. Yeah. Like to make however much money. And it's really not about the money, right? It's about more of like showing yourself what is possible. And like really, there was a time in my life that if you had said you can make 45K in a month, I would have been like, that's insane. What are you talking about? I can't do that. You could have told me that last year. Yeah. Yeah. You did tell me that last year. And I was like, yeah, maybe sure. somebody else. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think like when, once you do it, you're like, oh, I was wrong. I was wrong about what I thought I could do and what I was capable of. So what are you, what are you dreaming big about now? Like, what do you see as possible now having had the success with the retreat? My next big dream, and I'm already starting to work on it, is that there will be a retreat every year. And what I've decided is that every other year it's going to be in Bonaire mm -hmm. and the other years it will be somewhere else. So obviously the next one is next year. The first one is, is 2024, but 2025, I'm already starting to look into places and yeah. I want to make it somewhere else. I want to make it where those things are easier. Like you can fly any yeah. airline, you can get Everybody from around the country can get there because mm -hmm. it is difficult to, to get mm -hmm. to Bonaire. So I want to have one that feels more accessible. Yeah. I mean, it will cost the same amount, but it will be right. Right. easier to fly yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that because the people who go on this first retreat next year could already sign up for the one after 2026. that. And you're also filling the 2025 retreat. And I think like, this is where, this is how and where you build demand of like, okay, now we're delivering the people who want have said yes right away. They're going to want to come back and there's going to be more people who also want to join and, and go. That's so fun. I actually have a, a couple that is in the retreat or in the membership and they really wanted to come on the retreat, but it's like a significant wedding anniversary for them next mm. 
January or February, like right around the same time. And they had already planned this big trip to Europe. Yeah. And they were like, well, we could cancel that trip and come on the retreat. And I said, I mean, I would love that. I would love for you to come on the retreat. And I yeah. said, but if I'm completely honest, this isn't the last one. Yeah. And they're like, oh, good. Yeah. And then like a week later, like she texted me. She's like, hey, I know you said there's going to be more, but will the next one be in Bonaire? And I was like, I don't think so. She's like, oh, well, then we have to rethink it because we really want to come to Bonaire. And I was like, but the one after that, it will be. <laughs> Just so, hold on. It will be down the road. That's so funny. They're like, let's not go to Europe. I yeah. mean, that's a that's a just a testament to like how well you deliver and how much these people trust you and want what you're offering. And I think it's also like I don't want to I don't want to put this in your speak for you, but looking at this and hearing from it, it almost seems easy. It seems like you just like opened a retreat and then you sold nine spots on the first day and now you have 15 people going and like done. It honestly has felt a little surreal. It has felt way easier than I thought it would. Like Mm -hmm. even easier than I think it should, you know, not to put should in there, but like it has felt really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. And I Which think Which seems terrifying though. I know, right? Because we're all taught <laughs> that you have to work hard and hustle and grind and like suffer to have success. And I think this is a beautiful example of it gets to be easy. You get to blow your mind with what you can do and what you can deliver. And it's also such a testament to you playing the long game. It's not that you're fresh out of teacher training, opened a retreat and sold 15 spots. That's possible. That is possible. But I think part of the ease is how committed you've been to your business for so long and to your people for so long. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you're like, I really wanted to mention this or tell someone this? Someone listening may be launching their first retreat, maybe thinking about launching their first retreat. I would say... And this might go against what you would say, but I think that... I'll tell you if it does. (laughs) I think a lot of my success is that I built the audience first. Yeah. Yeah. I I built the audience first because exactly what you were just saying. Like if I had done this right out of teacher training, well, I've been teaching so long that right out of teacher training, people didn't even hardly know what yoga was, let alone like, oh, I could go spend a week on a beach doing doing yoga. yoga. Yeah. But... If I, I, I actually was talking to one of my friends about this yesterday because I said how well it's going Mm -hmm. and how easy it's felt. And I went to that place of being kind of disappointed with myself. Like, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm. If it was going to be like this, why didn't I do it sooner? And she just laughed and she said, you have to remember it's all happening at the right time mm-hmm. because if you had done this sooner, it wouldn't have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you had done this 10 years ago, it would have been, a, it could have been a struggle. Mm-hmm. You might not have made any money on it. Mm-hmm. And so you, you would have only taught one and you had been done. Yeah. And she's like, but now you're already planning the, yeah. the next one before this one has even happened. Yeah. And she said, everything is happening 
don't don't think about what could have been just enjoy what's happening right now, which is a great metaphor for yoga. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I talk about in all my classes. Like mm-hmm. give yourself permission to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way that you could have done it sooner. I'm right there with your friend. I, I agree. The other thing I, I agree I, too. That's the interesting part is I agree yeah. too, but like, that's just the human brain that goes oh, back yeah. there and says, Oh, well, if I did it, why didn't I do it? Soon? Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Of course, your brain's like, let's find the negative in this. Let's let's use the success to criticize our our past. You've done really well, but let's think about how you could have done it better. (laughs) Could have done it better. Um, The only thing that I want to say here is like, when you say I built the audience first, I think a lot of people think that means I need to get to 50,000 followers and a giant email list and like build this huge audience. And like, just remember, you've already shared, there's like 300 people on your email list, 300 people, $45,000. Like it doesn't have to be a giant audience to have this kind of success. I do think that is part of your success for sure. Like you did have this you had people to sell to in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you primed them for a long time that it was coming. That's also what worked really well. Um, But I don't want anyone thinking, listening to be like, I need to go like build a giant audience before I can have a successful business. Nope. We don't need that big. Yeah. 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 You just need people who are interested. Like I have 900 and some Instagram followers. Mm -hmm. Last year, I doubled the amount I had. I had 400 a year and a half ago. But having more Instagram followers doesn't make me more money. Yeah. You know, it brings more awareness that could potentially make me more money. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't have a big Instagram following. Mm -hmm. I don't have a big email list. I just have the people who are there are the people that I've nurtured and that they know that I care. Yeah. And I know that they want to be there. Yeah. You have deep trust going both ways. You trust that they want to be there. They trust you. It's like this loyalty, which is so vital for making money, for actually making money and not just having an audience. Okay, cool. Well, now I've officially used up all our time. So why don't you tell people um, where they can find the information about the retreat, connect with you? Um, you can go to my website, stacystuffelbeam.com, and there is a tab for, it says Bonaire Retreat 2024. And the membership is also listed on there. And you can follow me on Instagram at stacystuffelbeam. Both of them are pretty easy, awesome. but not easy to spell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two to two to four spots left. Yep. Two so rooms. You can bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you better I would, love, I would love to have you it will sell out don't worry it will sell out I'd you love to be have one you of those people us. on the catamaran <laughs> relaxed stuffed with all the food you ate <laughs> <laughs> lots of food I once you walk out of the airport I've got everything covered <laughs> oh that's amazing amazing all right thank you Stacey for being here and sharing with everyone I know people are going to love this episode and y'all go check out the retreat and I will talk to you in the next episode bye y'all